Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. Uh, hey. Oh, geez, not for nice. Uh, <laughs> really? My Love piece it. of paper. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, this is the podcast, of course, where we talk with advocates and members of the disability community to educate and inspire better conversation about disability. Hey, my name is Rob Minot. And joining me today, Mr. Ryan Flurry. I've got it together. <laughs> so you think. <laughs> I mean, really, if you didn't have it together, would you really know that you had, didn't have it together? I don't think Well, he would. did say joining me today, so maybe you're joining him, so he's got it together. Maybe. Okay, I, oh my God, I hate all of you people. Okay, and also in the room, Mr. Steve Barkley. That, that's me providing samples of sarcasm as required <laughs> and liz malone i will be very well behaved this week thank you thank you i appreciate that liz. you're welcome rob uh yeah so let's look at us uh back to full strength again we were uh we were shorthanded uh last week just me and steve but uh yeah we've we've returned to the ice at full strength Right. Oh, wow. hey, uh, Ryan, Ryan Liss, you know who missed you guys last last week? Who? Who? N nobody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Badum> swamp. <laughs> Sitting on that for a week. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> Waiting for his time. No, you guys were missed. But, uh, well, it just good. means I can take next week off, too. I love it. <laughs> Taking any more time off. Forget it. How was the dentist, incidentally? The dentist? fantastic yeah absolutely <laughs> oh, fabulous always a great experience <laughs> isn't it <laughs> <laughs> right and now wait a minute so and i did promise the audience that i would do this uh but what about liz where where were you liz uh i had on? to get my nails done yeah okay that's what i thought priorities yeah gee mm -hmm. yeah uh -huh. mm -hmm. okay she's not telling us anybody <laughs> no forget mm -hmm. it yeah well just it's okay there's some conspiracy theories rolling around the internet just uh but that's fine be mysterious yeah. yep all right. always all right uh hey ryan yes rob let's get straight to business uh what are we doing today today we have a couple people from boldblindbeauty.com joining us we have stephanie mccoy and we have sylvia stinson perez who have joined us welcome ladies thanks hello it's nice to be here it's great to have you here. Yeah, we've been we've been actually looking forward to this a lot. Um, I, I I love the website, uh, and we will certainly get to it uh, momentarily. But maybe first we could just start out with uh, maybe just telling uh, us and our audience uh, a little bit about yourselves first. My name is Stephanie. I like to be called Steph McCoy, and I am the founder of Bold Blind Beauty. I am, uh, so I'm a writer, I'm a, a, a podcaster, uh, what else am I? I am many things. <laughs> I'm a mother of three adult children, three adult sons, and a Gigi to three grandchildren. So, uh, and, and uh, Bold Blind Beauty, I should have counted Bold Blind Beauty as one of my children because it is my baby, it's my passion project. So that's me in a nutshell. And I'm Sylvia Stenson Perez. And I am fortunate enough to be on the Bold Blind Beauty Advisory Council to be a blog contributor and to be one of the co-hosts on Bold Blind Beauty on air. And in the rest of my life, I'm the mom of an adult daughter and I'm married and I live in Florida. I work for the American Foundation for the Blind, and I've spent my entire career more or less in the blindness field, which has been just a privilege and honor for me. Wonderful. Now, so now tell us a little bit about um, Bold Blind Beauty and sort of how it all started. Well, it started as a result of my sight loss. I began losing my sight back in 2005. It spanned four years. So I had a four year period to sort of get adjusted to it before I was 
declared legally blind and heard those words, no one wants to hear that, you know, there's no more that they could do for me. Um, I didn't know that at that time, but they should have put a comma after that me and said, you know, there was no more they could do for me medically. However, there's all these other cool things that could be done. Um, so I learned through trial and error that there was this um, rather phenomenal community of people, of advocates and uh, business people and just amazing uh people who happened to be blind, who were doing amazing things. I immersed myself within that community and that helped me get through it because as many people who lose sight later in life, um, we find that it's a very difficult process. It's, it's kind of lonely because you find yourself surrounded by a lot of caring people who want to help, but they don't know quite know how to do that because they've not experience sight loss. And that's where I found myself. So I created Bold Blind Beauty after giving a speech to a group of blind women about how to apply makeup. There was a lot of questions after the speech and it showed me that there was an interest definitely in this area. So I thought, why not just, you know, create a blog addressing some of these topics on beauty and sight loss, blindness, blindness awareness, that type of thing, and use it to empower um, blind women. So essentially I created it to empower women who are on the blindness spectrum um, to embrace their beauty, increase their confidence, claim their power and to boldly break barriers. And I'm, I'm so proud to say that today, the site features stories of people across the blindness spectrum from all walks of life to further our mission of improving humanity by changing the way we perceive one another. So um, it essentially was born out of my own personal experience of losing my my sight and trying to help people to understand that there is no one way to be blind. So, so now did they, did it really just start out as just sort of a blog? Yes. And and how often did you did you post? <laughs> That's a funny thing. When I first started, I did my first post in December of 2014. I don't know if that post is still up because I've went through the site as the years have progressed and you know taken some stuff down and cleaned it up a bit. But I started off with the intention of posting every single day. <laughs> yeah, that's <Wow>. awesome. <laughs> I had that intention once. <laughs> that lasted that lasted about six months. And I told myself at the six month mark, this is hard. <laughs> this is very, very hard. <laughs> and I don't know if I could sustain this. Because at that time, you know, and you truly don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know anything about blogging. I had to teach myself how to do it. And I took a year to do research on it, but I just totally was not prepared for all the work that was involved and then adding to it the social media um, that was connected to it as well. There was just so much work. Um, I had to scale back and rethink some things, so. 2014. I mean, that's, uh, let me do the math on that. Uh, what is that? Six, eight, 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 eight years. years. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly this is not a math podcast. Uh, I mean, eight years. I mean, it, it's, it is remarkable to, to think that, you know, it started out as, as a blog and today, I mean, it, it's, it's much, much bigger. And, you know, with all, with all the contributors and, um, you have merch, um, you've got a podcast, which, which we'll talk about as well. But I mean, so, so how, what was that process like? Like how fast did it grow? Yeah, it actually, it grew slowly, which is my preference because I, um, I'm very methodical and systematic about the way I do things. So I was okay with that. Plus I wanted to figure out a way to monetize it. And with it being just a blog at first, I wasn't sure what that was going to look like. Uh, until I had a designer create my icon, the brand icon, Abby, who's on the site. She also has her own personal backstory. Um, and she's the one who 
um, I used to create the merch. So, you know, it, it took some time and it took connecting with other people. And I think that's the most important aspect of it is the other people. I had one woman reach out to me through the blog. Um, she gave almost her whole life story in one comment with her phone number. And I, I almost had a heart attack. I'm like, who does that? You never put your phone number in a blog. <laughs> but um, we connected and we developed this wonderful friendship. And she was the one that helped me to really streamline it, get the messaging in order and just um, create all these wonderful uh, articles and things, telling Abby's story and just so many wonderful things she helped me do. And then in 2019, she died suddenly. And uh, mm. I thought, well, now what am I going to do? And Nazarene, who's not with us today, but she is like my right-hand person. She, uh, Nazarene Buddha, she was traveling to India. I was traveling to Kansas. And she sends me a message through Skype or something. I can't remember now. And she's like, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, just wanted to check in with you. You know, I really like what you're doing and I want to help. And she was more or less like saying she was going to help whether I liked it or not. <laughs> and so she came on and helped me to take it even further. And then we started um, meeting other people like Sylvia and some of our other advisory board members. And ever since then, it's just like, that's when the magic began happening. It's because we've been connecting with people who are really, really passionate about our mission. So um, I have been visually impaired my whole life from RP, and so I've gradually lost vision, and I've always been really cognizant of appearance and really just focused on looking my best, and as I said, I worked my career in the field of blindness, so with all ages, and did a lot of work with young people and even older people who want to look great. They want to wear makeup. They want to fix their hair. And so I um, also teach people how to do all those things as a, as a certified vision rehab therapist. I've spent lots of time teaching people how to put on makeup and how to organize their clothes, how to pick out clothes, etc. And so when I happen to meet Steph, and learn about Bold Blind Beauty, I was like, oh my goodness, this is just amazing. I want to be a part of this. And I think essentially, Steph, the minute I met you too, I was like, um, please, please let me be a part. <laughs> and, and I started off by writing um, blog posts. And what I love about doing that is Mine are usually more on the kind of motivational, inspirational side. And that is my very fun kind of creative thing that I get to do for writing. And just, I, I feel like, so my, I started off as a social worker. So it's kind of my social worker coming out, encouraging and inspiring people to be their best, to, to think about where they're going and what they're doing and to really um, embrace their blindness and their beauty. So, um, and then, um, as I was on, Stefan invited me to be on the advisory board and we started talking about, okay, what, what's next? What's, what's the big thing we can do? And I said, I think we should have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Steph was immediately like, oh God, really? But oh, I'm going to say that she you. totally embraced it and learned everything she needed to do to edit and all of that and to get it on all the different platforms. I mean, that Steph drives that. So she embraced it after she had a heart attack and was like, yeah. okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, Rob, which one of you knuckleheads told me uh, I needed a podcast? <laughs> yeah, actually, I forget. It's, it was too long ago, but it was uh, might have been both of us. Well, now, so what? What I find really fascinating, um, and because we've we, we've been podcasting for far too long, um, but you know what we've sort of discovered in in our own podcast uh, is that you you talk to a lot of people, and especially people who 
who have gone through that process of, of vision loss. Really what, what is, a, is a common thread among all their stories is that a lot of times they will find something that helps them deal with that loss. And sometimes, in fact, it can be not necessarily, I mean, I, I, I pause to say it's not a negative thing, but it, because of course, you know, losing your vision is, you know, is, is a, a hard process to go through, but it can also be a very transformative experience mm-hmm. yeah. and a positive experience, especially if you can latch on to something that, that you're passionate about that, that you're able to, to do and, and participate in, you know, we've talked to people who were never athletes um, prior to their vision loss and they lost their vision and they become a, they became a, a Paralympic athlete. Um, and I feel like the, the site and, and what you've kind of built, um, is, is kind of, is kind of that it sounded like it started out with a way for you to sort of process the things, but it's grown into something that actually helps other people process their own vision loss. You are so correct. Um, I, I, I started it. I believe with the intent of, yes, empowering others, but it was sort of cathartic to me to be writing and sharing my story. But then as I met more people and began sharing their stories, um, that is, I think, when it began to change. And it wasn't really about me because I'm, I'm almost like, I don't want to use the word flabbergasted because I don't think that's the word. Plus, I think that word is probably not used anymore, at least not by the cool kids. But at any rate, I'm always surprised when people ask me how I lost my sight because I almost never really talk about my sight loss. You know, it's always about the stories of other people um, because that's really what Bold Blind Beauty is about. It's about sharing the stories of these other people and just how amazing they are. And it's not because they're blind. Um, I think it's just much more than that. Like you said, I think it's a transformative um, process that we go through. And it's like, um, you know, I always felt like I wanted to, to do something to help improve the world just a little bit, you know, before I die. That was always sort of my goal, but I really didn't know what that was. I've always had um, sort of a deep, not sort of, but a deep uh, appreciation for equity for people, um, for each person. I think we're just too focused on the numbers of people and it's too easy to group people like into a bucket, like, and, and social media doesn't help because it's all about likes and, um, you know, comments and how many you can get as opposed to focusing on just one individual and just that one individual's needs and what they need because each of us are unique, you know, biologically we're the same, but beyond that, we're all different Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. We should be celebrating our differences and it is transformative, it's powerful. I would also add that that every challenge we go through gives us an opportunity to find the courage within ourselves, but also to, as you talked about, connect with other people and find the, you know, inspiration in other people as well. That's a lot what Bold Blind Beauty does. Yeah, I I know for for us, I mean, that's we've, we've started kind of have the same experience in the life of this podcast. You know, when we first started this podcast, you know, we were, we, it was just going to be a, a podcast about assistive technology because that was the, the field that we all happened to work in. And I think that lasted about four or five episodes. And then we, we started talking to members of the community and we were just completely floored at, at just how powerful a lot of the stories were. And we found that the value in sharing those stories. And I think that, that platforms like podcasting and like blogging um, is, is really powerful because 
being able to share those stories with, with people uh, that, that are in different places on their own journey, I think you just can't understate how powerful uh, that can be. And as, as it as it relates to technology, I think it also helps people who maybe have you know experienced that vision loss realize, oh my gosh, I could I could do this. I could learn the technology that enables me to continue to use the computer or to podcast or to get my voice heard out there. So I think the technology part, you know, I know you're AT banter and I think technology is really important. And, you know, you I've heard in my whole career, it's the equalizer for people who are blind. And that is so true. And we're using technology through the blog and through the website and through the podcast to, to bring that voice to the world. Te technology can be really powerful in people's lives, mm -hmm. but um, what what you're doing is is you're enhancing self-esteem, which is essentially mm -hmm. the same thing that that technology can bring to the table. Um, you know, anything that that helps develop somebody's self-esteem in in strange cir strange circumstances for many people. You know, going going through the process of vision loss um, can can be. Uh, as Rob said before, transformative. Um, but um, there, there's often a lot of depression that comes alongside that. It, I mean, there's the whole grieving process to it. And to be able to break out of that is is hugely empowering. And, and I, I love that you guys are are helping develop that, that self-esteem that people need to move forward in their lives. Oh, well, that's so important because we recognize that, um, you know, it's through sharing these stories and amplifying our voices within a community that change can happen. Um, the idea behind Bold Blind Beauty wasn't just for blind people, though. It was, yes, to empower uh, blind women, but it was to connect sighted and blind people because I recognized that sighted people needed to understand blind people and vice versa. I felt that if it was just um, yeah. a blog or platform reaching just blind people, that that would have its benefits, but it would almost be like preaching to the choir when I felt like we had a broader message. You know, our mission is about improving humanity by changing the way we perceive one another. That's a really broad mission, but it, it's that way intentionally because in my mind, um, we have to begin there, looking at people, really looking at people. And I'm always saying, Sylvia has heard me say this a million times, we have to accept people where they are as they are. Yeah. And um, we all have challenges. Yes, everybody does. Everybody does, even people who are considered able-bodied, which I like to call um, temporarily able, because <laughs> um, all of us can at any time in our lives acquire a disability. And um, it's only through fate or you know the stars that, that we might not, but the older we get, our risk for acquiring a disability increases exponentially. So that's another reason why I felt like we had to talk to not just blind people, but sighted people as well, and then connecting everybody to let them know this is even bigger than blindness. You know, it's, it's really about people. It's a human thing, you know? Steph, at the beginning of this podcast, you actually used the phrase, which I loved. You said that there's no one way to be blind. And what's interesting is that when I was going through all of your rich content, you know, I got to watch some videos and listen to podcasts and read some blogs. Is that I, my, one of my takeaways was, wow, there's no one way to either be beautiful or, or more so feel beautiful. Yeah. And I, and I definitely felt that radiation of content that this is for any person who wants to just really sort of engulf themselves in, hey, I can feel good whatever in, in whichever way I want and take little tidbits of lessons learned from all different types of, 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 of women. It seems like it's mostly women content um, that you have. 
And it is so applicable, regardless whether you're sight impaired or not. It's just very good human advice, which I, I absolutely adored. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad to hear you say that because when we started, we had um, men, we had women, we've had younger people, we've had more senior people. And that I didn't expect. I really didn't expect that. And Sylvia can testify to the um, the idea of what you were talking about. There's more than one way to be beautiful. She talks about this a lot of uh, times mm -hmm. in her pieces. Um, and, and what she said here on this podcast, there is so many ways to be beautiful and to see beauty. And to feel to beauty. And to yeah. feel beauty, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and to, yeah, and to just radiate beauty. And, um, and I, and I think that, you know, beauty really should be should be viewed more as a gender neutral word. You know, I think we always think of, you know, beauty has to just be, you know, women and their hair and their makeup. It's really just a, 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 a feeling and an yes. expression. Um, yes. But I think that the content is so inviting. And I think it, like we were saying about how in this landscape of so much ugliness that we sometimes all experience on social media, you have created this nook of this positivity, which I, I think is, uh, is, is very refreshing. Thank you so much. And to your point about beauty and men, it's funny you say that because one of our first guys, um, well, he wasn't the first one, but he was the first one that approached me and he wanted to be featured. And he said, um, and he's from Australia. So in his accent, <laughs> and I can't imitate him because he has a beautiful accent, but he said, I am confident in my manhood. <laughs> And I am unafraid to be called a beauty or something to that effect. <laughs> and so we did feature him last year as a man in motion. But, you know, it's amazing that all these guys that we featured as men in motion, none of them have an issue with being on Bold Blind Beauty. In, Not in, one of them. <laughs> in, in Canada, we've co-opted the term, right? So I, I can say, <laughs> hey, that Ryan, he's a beauty, eh? <laughs> but I, but I think beauty is about it is about living your life in a way that is courageous that inspires others that recognizes the just the wonder of living yes we don't use that word enough wonder um, yeah. sometimes when I think about it, I think of when I was a child and just being so amazed by seeing things for the first time and we lose that as adults, but that's, what's so amazing about children. You know, they're seeing everything for the first time and they do have a sense of wonder. And if yeah. we can see ourselves and other people through i don't want to say through those eyes but through our hearts through our hearts then we can recognize the beauty in others yeah and ourselves and you know what? we didn't really talk about the bold part that courageous Ooh, part yeah. oh let's talk about that's that a big thing that we try to bring to our audience whether it be through the blog posts and the contributors or through the podcast is that living boldly, living confidently, being an advocate. Yes. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that at all. The name, Bold Blind Beauty. Um, I chose to put the word blind in between bold and, and beauty because number one is never associated with either of those words. <laughs> and I felt that has to change. And I wanted to embrace my own blindness because I'm unafraid to say that I'm blind. Now, for people who don't understand, I will say I'm legally blind or I'm visually impaired because that's what they're used to hearing. But then I break it down for them and help them to understand that blindness is indeed a spectrum. But to be blind and to be out here living our lives confidently is bold. That is bold. When you think about the people 
that aren't blind and won't do that. I mean, it takes a certain amount of tenacity to be Mm -hmm. able to do that. And I think when you're able to do that, that's a beautiful thing. So bold, Mm -hmm. blind beauty. Yes. I've got a great bold story for you. I I was just talking about this the other day with some some folks who um, went went with me down to uh, space camp uh, in Alabama. So so space camp every year they do a space camp for the visually impaired and uh, they had just finished setting up this this uh, obstacle course which included things like a a pole that you climbed up and jumped off of and and uh, a, a big climbing wall with a zip line coming off of it and uh, the uh, the folks who organized it they had to really really try and get the folks from space camp to allow the blind kids to do this course uh, they finally convinced them that that they could do it and uh, over over the course of the time that i was there our group uh, every single blind kid went up the climbing wall and went down the zip line at the end of the camp one of the guys who ran ran the 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 place uh, went up to me says you know we have corporate events we have high schoolers we have college groups we have elementary schools this is the first group that has ever gone up that tower and down that zip line all of them every single one of them and there's so much we can do as a community when we inspire ourselves and i love what you guys are doing so talk to me a little bit about the podcast how did that all start and i don't know how how are you enjoying it how are you finding what was what's the reception been to it Oh, gosh. The way it started was all Sylvia's idea. She's going to kill me for saying that. I know she will. (laughs) Stop saying that stuff. (laughs) But it was. And honestly, uh, when she mentioned it, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I thought my head was going to explode because I'm like, we are doing all these things right now. How are we possibly going to do a podcast And then I did the research and found that um, podcasts were skyrocketing. And the uh, platform we wanted to use was a a good platform. And so we just sort of just dove headfirst into it, really. And Um, we only do one a month. Yes, (laughs) that's all we can manage right now. But it's, it's really enjoyable because, again, because of our team, you know, Nazarene and Sylvia, without the two of them, there's no way I could have pulled it off. No way whatsoever. Um, Sylvia is so instrumental in helping us to, uh, you know, just pull it together um, with our timeline, with our questions, just pulling all that together. I do all the editing and everything. And I sort of, as much as I complain about it, I think I must enjoy it. Otherwise I wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds familiar. She definitely (laughs) has the hard work and, and, um, but we plan out in advance and we try to make the podcast relevant. Um, and, and I think that probably more than anything, these the, the podcasts do focus on issues around um, blindness and, and advocacy. And maybe, um, Steph, if you want to talk about the how we chose the AIR, Bold Blind yeah. Beauty on AIR, and what that means. Oh, I love AIR. We love AIR. So I'm a fan. <laughs> on on um, Bold Blind Beauty, I came up with this acronym AIR, accessibility. At that time, it was accessibility, inclusion, and representation. And all of us thought that that was amazing. Oh my God, this is so amazing. So then when we came up with the podcast, we needed a name. So we reached out to you know our team and we're like, we need a really cool name for this podcast. And it was our global ambassador from Russia who came up with the name, Bold Blind Beauty on Air. And, then I go back to everybody else. I'm like, but I need an image. What kind of image represents air? And Sylvia said, how about a hot air balloon? And I'm like, 
wow, that's really cool. So we got our image, we got the name, we did change accessibility to access because we feel that access um, is a broader term that includes accessibility. And there's so many ways we can go, you know, in so many directions with just using the word access. So it's access, inclusion, and representation. And this year, last year, when we look back at all of the people that we featured last year and the conversations we had, we felt like it was more about inclusion. So this year we wanted to focus on access. So before each episode, I give a little sort of update on access and what it is, what it looks like, and then we launch into you know our conversation. And Steph, I also really uh, appreciate the fact that your advocacy goes a step further and you do um, make representation as a woman of color. I'm a woman of color also, so I certainly always like to you know acknowledge acknowledge uh, representation. And I really do feel that you've done a, a very interesting job of sort of weaving all of these different elements in like this beautiful quilt. And it's very like, there's a lot happening, but somehow it all works. Does that, yeah. that make sense? <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I sit back some days, I'm like, how does this all work? But again, it's because of all the people that I surrounded myself with. I mean, we have some amazing, amazing people who have some brilliant ideas. And every time somebody comes to me with another idea, it's like, oh, great, let's implement it. <laughs> and I just can't We have wait. some new things coming. We do, we do. Oh my gosh, every time I think about it, I just get all excited. So we're, are we gonna get? Are we getting an exclusive? Are we gonna get, yeah. be able to break breaking news <laughs> on AT uh, e. Banter about what's happening next with Bold Blind Beauty? Come on, pressure's on now. <laughs> Sylvia, do you want to go or? Well, we're working on finding a way to have a live stream mm. on YouTube. Uh, mm. I we're afraid of that because we, we would be canceled within the first week. No, we're not afraid of that. You're, you guys are afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that. We're, we are going live next week. Come on, guys. You there guys will be a live bold. stream. That's right. Yeah, you heard it here so, first. Yeah, that's that's one of the things we're, we're thinking about doing. Um, we have a number of projects going on, and we actually just recently updated the website to reflect sort of the behind the scenes projects because it had occurred to me uh, just a few weeks ago, I'm like, we got all this stuff going on, but we don't have it like anywhere like where everybody can see it. You know, we talk about it, but it's like, we need people to see what we're doing. So for example, our virtual work experience program, which is for um, students, uh, high school or college students with disabilities, um to intern with us now obviously we we work with other um companies who partner with us who actually pay the interns and then we provide the actual training mentorship that type thing and help them uh, acquire the skills that they need to further their education or even a job uh, the most recent one was uh, an Awakening the Senses uh, panel session that we hosted. And when I say we, I mean our two young interns hosted on Friday evening. And it was really cool. They uh, acquired the panelists. So there were six panelists. They talked about um, topics about romance, um, uh, sexting, um dating all of these types of things like that occur you know in the online universe and what that's like for them and it was really really interesting and to know that um you know we had this 17 year old this 20 something you know do this and this was their first time ever doing something like this was awesome just awesome yeah, we've we've talked about it before, uh, but I just have to to really 
emphasize this to anybody who's who's and I encourage all of our listeners to to go check out uh, Bold Blonde Beauty because uh, it's really amazing what's there because there really is like this this huge depth and breadth of of content and material and materials there. Um, like you guys are up to so much. Like I, I just I I'm I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> that uh that how you guys stay on top of it and create all this content and have all these things going on um it really is amazing it's staff staff's the leader (laughs) (laughs) it's all of us it is all of us well, and that's what it, it sounds like. It, it sounds like you, what what's happened there is that you've built this really amazing community, um, that and this 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 you know, all this collaboration that's going on, and it just goes to show you uh, what can happen with the and the power of community. Yeah, I think it's the power of wanting to make that positive difference, and really the power of the message and trying to work together to really empower other people um, to find their bold, their beauty in their blindness. Yes, and and Sylvia, you are, you hit the nail on the head, the message. Um, I'm always telling people, you know, we have this merch and we have all these things happening, but I am a horrible, horrible marketing person. because I don't like being sold to. So I, I hesitate to sell to other people, but, you know, finding a way to sell the message is something that is very palatable to me. We don't sell, I don't believe products. We're selling a message. We're selling a message of empowerment. We are by merit of what we're doing. You know, I'm a blind woman managing this site and all of these different pieces that go along with it, um, was able to collaborate with all of these creative minds. And we're all on the blindness spectrum or we have some other form of disability. And, And we do have a couple of people who don't have disabilities because they were just so um, inspired by the things that we're doing. They wanted to be part of our community. Um, I think it, it just shows people that, you know, even though there are barriers, there's physical barriers, there's sort of medical metaphysical barriers, we can break through those barriers if we um, come together as a community and just figure out a way to to do that. And that's what we're doing. We're doing that with AIR. All right. Well, for anybody who is interested in finding out more and visiting the site, uh, where can people find you guys? We are everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And believe me, everybody, they are. (laughs) Bowlblindbeauty.com is the website. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Bold Blind Beauty. Oh, and then the podcast, Bold Blind Beauty on Air. Yes. No, you can't mention that. We don't want competition. <laughs> <laughs> competition is good. Listen, ladies, I want to thank you so much for, for taking some time out and, and chatting with you. And, and really to thank you for for all the hard work that you guys are putting in and creating a really amazing online community uh, that I think is really important to a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks. And uh, listen, we'll see you at the live stream. I'm going to check it out. Hey, we're, <laughs> check us out with the breaking news. <laughs> we are right. so much more than AT Bandit. We are news. There you, there you go. Full blind beauty news. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. <laughs> Awesome. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Good night. Man, the energy level. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I, honestly, you, you go to the site and it's uh, like it's amazing all the stuff that they've got going on over there. Um, I, I mean, I was stunned to learn that it's only eight years old. 
I mean, I was stunned that I could do the math to figure out that it was eight years old. But then after I did that, uh, I was also stunned to, f- to find that it was only eight years old. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, but just incredible. Um, the, the amount of work that they must be doing over there because they have advisory councils. Um, you know, all their all, all the all the profiles that they do on people have YouTube videos connected to them. Yeah, they've got write-ups. a team of team of contributors, interns. Interns. They have interns. They've got everything. It's, it's awesome. Wait, where do we get an intern? We need an intern. I know. We, we probably we need an advisory council. <laughs> Ryan, get us an intern. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that was great. Um, yeah, I love it. Air. I wish we would have thought of that. I know, right? It's so marketable. Yeah, it really is. It's perfect. Air. I mean... <laughs> Everybody needs air. It's a good acronym, yeah. Everybody loves air. Like I said, my first response, I'm a fan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, anybody else, anything else to say about that? We could be hair. Oh, well, some of us could. (laughs) I put the the H in hair. I put the hair in H or I put the... We could be chair, the Canadian home of... Oh, chair. Canadian home of... Of air. of air. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's true. Chair. And, and Rob, just just so you are caught up, poor Edmonton lost in four straight. Oh, did they? Oh, so oh, yeah, did they Calgary got, they won got... the Battle of Alberta? Is that no, the no? They, Edmonton beat Calgary, and then Calgary went on to meet the Avalanche, and the uh-huh. Avalanche spanked them. <laughs> they avalanched them. Oh, they I see. did. They buried them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, and so what's that? What, what are the implications? Are the playoffs over? No, no, the playoffs are not over. Okay, uh, well, it comes down tonight to uh, Tampa Bay and the New York Rangers. And uh, depending on who wins that matchup, they go on to meet Colorado in the finals. Oh, exciting. So we're almost there. The big mm-hmm. old finals. All right. Well, and then I look... you look forward to the end of hockey season. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but yes, but I was going to say I look forward to next week's update to see if, uh, yeah, what's going to happen. We're coming down the home stretch, Rob, and then it'll be all over. We won't talk about hockey yeah. for no, at least a few months. No, it's all good. Listen, if, if, the, if the listeners enjoy it, then I'm all for it. I don't know. Has anyone emailed us and complained? Not, not so far. No, I don't think so. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sad. Like I, my team is sports, so I think <laughs> it's going to win no matter what. So <laughs> got a shoe. And if only I had a bookie that I could place a bet 10 to one on sports, <laughs> be a rich man. Uh, Hey, Liz, uh, who, what? Yeah. Huh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know you're stunned, aren't you? Flabbergasted. <laughs> she is flabbergasted. But she's a beauty. Gabber flasted. Oh. Beauty, eh? Uh, hey, where uh, where can people find us? Uh, we can be found online at atbanter.com. Uh, they can also drop us an email if they so desire at uh, cowbell at atbanter.com. And if they're so inclined towards them, social media things, they can find us on Facebook and Twitter if they go looking. You know what I've realized uh, in this new outro that we've built since Liz joined us? Uh, we, we didn't leave Ryan anything to do other than hit the cowbell. Isn't that awesome? Love it. And yeah, he I nailed it. How do you, how do you manage that? that? Yeah. Man, that's a, that's a sweet division of labor. Right, I can hit stop anytime and lose all of you. <laughs> Click. All right. Don't don't don't. Uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Clearly. Whoever said that? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Somebody did. I think it was Socrates, maybe, <laughs> or David Letterman. One of the two. Uh, all right. Is that it? Are we done? That's it. We're done. Prepare for uh, the live okay. stream next week. Are you, so are you really serious about that? I'm going to look into it. We might live stream over YouTube or Facebook next week. Wait, 
I'm over. Uh, all, right. all right. What, what would we like? What would we like? Okay. All right. Well, what we'll, would talk, we live stream? we'll talk. Up. Yeah. What are we going to live stream? Like live next stream the show? Yeah. What's who's who's uh, next week's interview? Chad Bowden. Chad. Oh, right. Oof. I don't know, dude. <laughs> okay, I haven't done any show. I haven't done Maybe any homework, should... so I don't know yeah. who our guest, better guest yet. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. He's, he's a cool. podcaster, but yeah, he might not be the best one for live streaming, but we are doing a live stream. All right. Well, listen. Before the I end know, of I'll the be year. There. You plan it. I'll, I'll show up and make an idiot of myself. Excellent. Do it every week anyways. That's just it. You know, we'll just be doing it live. Yeah. Well, get some, get some uh, hard seltzer. and Exactly. I always some... have my hard seltzer. White Claw. It's White Claw, everybody. I, think, I bet you it's White Claw. <laughs> White Claw, give me free booze. No, give Liz free booze. She's oh, the one doing that. Oh, you admit it. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. No. It... Yeah, we nailed you on I that should turn one. On, I yeah, should turn on my camera just to show too, you the can. It's too tricky for you. Yeah, well, whatever. Get ready to do a quick fine. screen capture. Quick, quick. <laughs> 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 whatever no it's fine have your mysteries like honestly that's you know what somebody once said that too and the air is clear the water is wet and women have secrets <laughs> wow, <laughs> what the wow. Hell is that? that's time to go <laughs> it's called casual chauvinism no i'm serious yeah. no it's that, i'm just saying you're reading 50 shades of gray or something like no 50 shades of gravy i've been reading gravy. <laughs> no but i'm just saying she's she's very mysterious a lot of people like that it's fine oh my, that's true has, has uh, someone had a bad bumble date recently or no, something? No, there's nothing wrong with that. It's I mean, it's it's a compliment. <laughs> Is it? You got to keep things. Yes, you got to keep things mysterious. Got to got to keep it keep things spicy. Apparently, what do I know? I'm single. Good point. There you go. Anyways, okay. Well. <laughs> Till uh, next week, everybody. Yeah, that's relationship it. advice right. from Rob. <laughs> no, I trust me, I'm not giving anybody relationship advice. <laughs> oh God! All right. Anyways, next uh, week the topic will be self circumcision. There you go. <laughs> what? Whoa! Steve, get your Dremel. <laughs> Listen, uh, Steve actually could give lessons that. You see what he did to his finger with a power tool? Oh. <laughs> I only exploded it a little. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Anyways, all right. Okay, that is going to about do it for us this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. We will see everybody next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Canadian Assistive Technology, providing low vision and blindness solutions across Canada. Find us online at www.canastech.com. That's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H.com. Or call us toll-free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com. Take.